0: Welcome to For the Horde Radio's Holiday Show. We thank you for downloading and listening. During our festive season, we are not going to be doing a regular show, but instead we have provided for you a special episode performed by the staff of FTH Radio. No singing is involved, at least not by us, I promise. It is a Winter Veil tale. Script written by Adam Five, adapted from a Christmas carol by Charles Dickens. So we invite you to please sit back, relax, and enjoy as we bring to you a Winter Vale tale. <laughs>
1: Auntie Ed's characters were dead, as dead as doornails. This must be distinctly understood, or nothing wonderful can come of the story I am going to relate. So remember, Auntie Ed's troll was deleted and gone forever. The time and date of her end were witnessed by Viennezer Moo, and Viennezer Moo's name was good at the Orgramar Auction House for anything he chose to stamp his hoof on. And it is there our tale begins. The auction house in Orgrimmar is packed with all manner of Azeroth citizens who bustle about and clink the gold in their pockets and signal to the auctioneers. Among their number is an orc male with epic gear who chats with an undead priest. Also present is the sour and embittered Vienneser Moo. He is bundling up in his cloak and heading for the exit. When the orc addresses
2: him, Ah, Mr. Viennese Moo. Your servant, sir. Are you off home to keep Wintervale? I am not in the habit of keeping Wintervale, sir. Why are you leaving so early, then? Because Wintervale has a habit of keeping Torin from doing business. Oh, come, come, Mr. Moo. It is the nature of things that goblins toil and blood elves sing and play. A goblin is what it is, and a blood elf is what it is. And Wintervale, sir, is a lagfest. Good day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Moments later, just outside the auction house, a shivering, poverty-stricken blood elf struggles to keep pace with the scowling Torin as he speaks.
3: <laughs> Mr. a Moose,
1: sir? Who
3: are you? This lazy box dancer, sir.
2: Oh, yes. You owe me a little matter of 2,000 gold, I believe. Well, if you want to pay it, you can come to my place of business. I don't conduct my affairs in the teeth of inclement weather. I-I-I can't pay you, sir. I'm not surprised. Not unless you give me more time. Did I ask you for more time to lend Uh, you the gold? uh, uh, No, sir. Then why should you ask me for more time to pay it back? I I can't take my wife to another game, sir. Then leave her behind. Why should she go to another MMO anyway? She didn't borrow the 2000 gold. You did. And what's your wife got to do with it? For that matter, what have I got to do with it? Good afternoon. But Mr. Moo, it's Winter Vale. Wintervale, my dear sir, has even less to do with it than your wife has, or I have. You'd still owe me two thousand gold if we were in the middle of a heat wave during the fire festival. Good afternoon.
1: Vienneser Moo shakes off the poor fellow and mounts a flight for Thunderbluff. Dabu He takes off as the stunned Blood Elf stands and stares after him. After a chilly and cheerless flight... Viannizor lands and proceeds to his counting tent. The sign above the entrance reads, Moo and Ed. Viannizor rushes in, removes his cloak and hat, and stomps angrily to his office behind a stretched lion skin. His clerk, Dead Crotchet, sits in the outer office at a dismal little desk, warming his gray hands at a little candle. Suddenly, Nephew Heifer appears all in a glow. His bovine face hairy and handsome, his horns sparkle, and his breath steams in the cold. He grins at Dead Crutchet, who raises an arm in greeting, and then reattaches it. Heifer crosses the tent and peeks behind the stretched lion-skin partition.
3: A happy winter veil, Uncle. Bah!
2: Lagfest. Winter veil, A lagfest? Uncle, you don't mean that, I'm sure. I do. Happy winter veil? What reason have you to be happy? You're poor enough. Come, then.
3: What reason do you have to be so dismal? You're rich enough. Bah. Bagfest. Don't be cross, Uncle.
2: What else can I be when I live in such a world of fools with all this happy Wintervale? If I could work my will, every idiot who goes about with happy Wintervale on his lips should be bald in his own potions and buried with a fishing pole through his heart. Uncle! Keep Wintervale in your own way and let me keep it in mine. But you don't keep it. Well then, let me leave it alone. Much good may it do you. Much good as it ever done you. I have always thought of Wintervale as a good
3: time. A kind, forgiving, charitable, pleasant time. And therefore, Uncle, though it has never put a scrap of gold or silver in my pocket, I believe that it has done me good. And I say, Torren, honor it. Bah! Don't be angry, Uncle. Come, raid with us tomorrow. We need more D.P.S.
2: Will you join us? Oh, I'll join you, all right. I'll join you in the next expansion. But why? Why?
3: We're only going after the easy bosses. And if you're killed, we'll drag your ugly dead bovine butt from one end of the barrens to the other, singing all the way. It'll be great fun. Good afternoon. I want nothing from you, Uncle Viannisa. And I ask nothing of you. Why can't we be friends? Good afternoon. Happy Winter Vale, Uncle. Good afternoon. And a
2: Happy New
3: Year, Uncle.
2: Get the hell out! And stop calling me Uncle. The audience isn't brain-dead, you know. I think they got it. I'll be off, then. Best of the
3: seasons to you, Dead Crotchet. How is Mrs. Crotchet and the small assorted crotchets? Very good, sir. All champing at the bit, waiting for Winter Vale to begin, eh? Oh, yes, sir. All very eager. And this little strange boy, which one is he? Munchbug? Munchbug, sir.
4: That's right. How is he? Dead, sir. But we're in high hopes he's getting better, sir. Ah, good. A happy winter vale to you. Same to you, sir. I'm sure.
1: Not long after Heifer departs, two slim and fashionable Blood Elves enter Viennese Moo's tent. They hold books and papers in their hands. They bow to him. The first Blood Elf glances at a list.
5: Moo and Eds, I believe. Have I the pleasure of addressing Mr. Moo or Mr. Ed?
2: Mr. Ed was a horse. Auntie ed was my business partner, and her main and alts have been dead these seven years. In fact, she cancelled her accounts seven years ago this very night.
5: We have no doubt her generosity is well represented by her surviving partner. At this very festive season of the year, Mr. Moo, it is
4: more than usually desirable that we should make some slight provision for the lower-level characters who suffer greatly during Winter Vale. Many casual players are in want of common skinning knives. Hundreds
2: of thousands are in want of basic raiding gear, sir. Have they no underwear? Plenty of underwear. And the many mailboxes, are they still solid enough for dancing on? They are. Still,
5: I wish I could say they were not.
2: And the herds of beasties, waiting to be skinned, the herbs and metals scattered about the land, the soul-crushing grind for coppers over many hours. These are still options? I'm afraid so, sir. Oh, I was afraid from what you said at first, that something had occurred to stop these degrading and mind-numbing time sinks. (laughs) very glad to hear that they persist. They scarcely furnish
5: the cheer of mind or body to the multitudes, A few of us are attempting to raise a fund to buy the noobs' armor and weapons and potions of healing. What should
2: I put you down for? Nothing.
5: You wish to remain anonymous?
2: I wish to be left alone. Since you ask me what I wish, gentlemen, that is my answer. I don't make merry myself at Wintervale, and I can't afford to make idle players merry. Those who are badly off must grind for pennies or beg in their skivvies. Many can't do such things. And many would rather cancel their accounts. If they'd rather cancel, they'd better do it. Decrease the server population. Besides, it's not my business. It's enough for a Taran to understand his own business and not to interfere with others. Mine occupies me constantly. Good afternoon, gentlemen.
1: Vianezer Moo returns to his paperwork as the Blood Elves leave unhappily. The hours tick by, and the time to shut up the counting tent finally arrives. With a grim frown, Vienneseer closes his books and puts on his hat and cloak as he
2: growls to his clerk. I suppose you'll want the entire day off tomorrow. If quite convenient, sir. It's not convenient, and it's not fair. If I was to stop twenty silver for it, you'd think yourself ill-used, wouldn't you? I do apologize, sir. And yet, you don't think me ill-used when I pay a day's wages for no work? It's only once a year, Mr. Moo. Uh, that's a poor excuse for picking a tar in his pocket every winter veil. Well, all right then, take the whole day. Be here all the earlier next morning.
1: Oh I will, sir. I promise. The Ineaser leaves the counting tent and spends a dismal hour feeding on the cheapest food at the cheapest inn. On his short walk home, he comes across a small Torin boy singing a wintervale carol, and kicks him out of the way. Finally, he approaches the solid wooden door to the tent where he lives.
2: A tent has a solid wooden door.
1: Yes, shut up. While sorting through his rings of keys, Vienneser hears a ghostly call.
2: Vienneser... Any head?
1: Glancing up, Vienneser sees the massive old door knocker has transformed into the spectral face of his old business partner. In a few hazy seconds, it fades away, and only the knocker remains.
2: AgFest! Talk about crappy CGI. I mean, I've seen better than that in cartoons. I mean, come on!
1: The miserly old Torin shakes off his brief terror and enters his massive mansion house. I thought it was a tent. Oh, do me a favor. You said it was a tent. After completing his evening ritual of bovine bath, making a spindly little fire in his fireplace, and dressing in his sleeping robe and stocking cap, The stingy old Torrin settles into his comfy chair with a lukewarm bowl of thin porridge. Before he can bring a spoonful to his mouth, a whirlwind of frightening sounds erupts in his room. Thunder, shrieks, and bells reach a deafening pitch. All at once, the doorway he is facing slams open. A horrifying apparition looking very much like Auntie Ed, stands before his eyes. She is wrapped nearly from head to foot in a chain of dead bunnies. Their ghostly squeaks of torment settle away as Viennese stares in terror. How now? What do you want with me? Much. Much.
2: Who are you?
0: Ask Ask me who who I I was. was.
2: Who are you then?
0: Select a category. Yes, Viennese. Uh,
2: ghostly apparitions for five hundred, please.
0: The answer is this swab and sassy troll spent many years as co-owner of the counting house Moo and Ed, and was deleted seven years ago this very night.
2: Uh, Viennese. My business partner Annie Ed.
0: Answer in the form of a question, please.
2: Who was my business partner Annie Ed?
0: Correct for five hundred gold. But, but you don't, don't get, get any, any of it, cause, cause you're, you're too stinking, stinking rich already.
2: Well then I'm not playing this game anymore. Man, am I dizzy. Uh, that's what I get for feeding on the cheapest food at the cheapest hand. You, you don't, don't believe in me? I don't. You're just a product of heartburn. an Undigested bit of beef. Fragment of underdone potato.
0: Try again!
2: Ow! Okay, time out. That really hurt. Ow.
0: Tight-fisted, torn twit. Do you believe
2: in me or not? Yes, yes, I believe in you, okay? Just don't hit. Stop with the hittin'. You made me lose my place.
1: Uh, we're at the top of page, uh...
2: Oh, yeah, 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 I got it, I got it. <clears throat> Mercy, dreadful apparition. Why do you walk the face of Azeroth and come to trouble me? Why do you drag that massive chain of... Dead bunnies?
0: Each dead bunny represents a nasty thing I did, or a good thing I did not do.
2: Wow. That's deep.
0: You get the metaphor? Yeah. Then... LOOK AT ALL THESE DEAD BUNNIES! THIS IS THE PUNISHMENT I SUFFER, WANDERING THE CONTINENTS OF AZEROTH AND WITNESSING THE MISERY I CAUSED and the misery, misery I can, I can no, no longer, longer cure. But
2: well, why should you suffer so? You're always a good troll of business, Ed.
0: Business? BUSINESS? The, the tunes, tunes of Azeroth, Azeroth were my business. business. Helping, Helping noobs and raiding with my, my guild was my was business. Was my business. Farming, farming mats and crafting blues and for struggling players. players. That was, was my business. business. Not, Not the, the grubby, grubby piling up of cold dead, dead coins. coins.
2: Wow. Well, uh, I don't know what to say, Ed. Sucks to be you.
0: Yeah? yeah. Well, well, listen up, up Viennese. I stopped, stopped making this chain seven, seven years, years ago. You should, you should see, see the, the massive, massive pile of writhing, squeaking, tormented, tormented bunnies, bunnies piled up around you, squirming and, and shrieking and gnawing at your, your shriveled soul. soul. When, when you finally log off for the last time, time You You are in in for it. it.
2: In for it? You mean, I'll end up like you?
0: Damn straight, you you face. The the crappy crappy afterlife afterlife of crappiness. crappiness. Big time!
2: Oh, tortured ghost, say it and so. Tell me what I must do to avoid that dark judgment.
0: You have yet yet a chance chance and hope of escaping my my fate. fate. A chance and a a hope of of my my procuring procuring, the
2: you were always a good friend to me. Thank you, Ed.
0: You will be haunted by three spirits.
2: Three spirits? Three more spirits? Is that the chance and hope you mentioned, Annie? It is. Pass.
0: Without their visits, you cannot, you cannot hope, hope to shun, shun the, path the path I tread. Expect the first, when the bell tolls one.
2: Couldn't take them all at once? Have it over quicker?
0: No. The spirits of redemption redemption do not not stack. stack. So So get get your your bovine bovine butt butt ready for a winter-veil ghost ghost parade parade right through your your bedroom, bedroom, buddy. buddy. This This ain't ain't over over by by a long long shot. shot. And And oh, oh, by by the way, way, YOU'RE you're WELCOME! welcome.
2: Okay. (sighs) this is not looking to be a good
1: night. With great hesitation and taut nerves, Viennese Moo creeps carefully through all the rooms in his home holding a small and ineffectual candle before him. Finding nothing out of the ordinary, his confidence builds, and he throws off his fears.
2: Bah! Lagfest! I'm going to bed.
1: Vienneser leaves the candle lit and places it on a nightstand. He climbs into his bed and pulls the covers up around him, peering about the room in deep suspicion. In a flash of light, a figure stands at the foot of his bed. It is a kindly old man in a white robe trimmed with spring flowers. He wears a ring of holly on his head, and above him there glows a bright yellow exclamation point. He smiles benevolently at Viennezer.
2: Are you the spirit, sir, whose coming was foretold to me? I am. I am. Who and what are you? I am, I am the, the ghost, ghost of Wintervale, Wintervale past. past. Long past? No. no. Your past. What business brings you here?
4: Your welfare.
2: Well, I'm much obliged there, Mr. Ghost, but, um... Wouldn't I be better off getting a good night's sleep? I mean, you know, thinking things over, reflecting on my so-called wicked ways.
4: Rise and walk walk with with me.
2: me. (sighs) Okay. Not
4: getting out of this, am I? Come, we have have much much to see, see and little little time time to see it in.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure. Um... Listen, did you notice we're standing on the window ledge? It's the middle of the night and it's below freezing. I'm wearing slippers, a sleeping robe, and a nightcap. I'm just a cow, dude. If I leave the house by jumping out the window, there's gonna be frozen steak on the sidewalk for Wintervale.
4: Bear Bear but but a a touch touch of my my hand, hand, and you you shall be be upheld upheld in more than than this.
2: this. Oh, what the
1: hell does that mean?
4: Oh, Oh, skip skip it. it.
1: Losing patience, the ghost of Wintervale passed grabs hold of a horn on Vienneser's head and hauls him bodily out through the window.
2: Okay, okay, this is scary. Yes, yes, scaring me, thank you.
1: They fly at great speed through the freezing mists of the winter night. Gradually, the cold darkness gives way to the relative warmth and daylight on the plains of Mulgore. They gently touch down in a busy Torin camp. Look about you mortal cow. Do you, Do you know, know this, this place?
2: place? Know, know it? it? Good heavens, this is Camp Narachi. I was bred in this place. I was a total noob here.
1: And yet you forgot it for
4: many years.
1: The inhabitants of the camp bustle about, buying small items and turning in quests, all the while shouting, Happy
2: Wintervale, in glee, and throwing snowballs at each other. Ugh. There's ol' in it. Hey, and over there it's Marjack Keenblade! And there's that sneaky old shortchange change artist Connie SoftBreeze. These are but shadows of the
4: things that have been. They have no consciousness of us. And this time, there is no portal to the Outlands, and Northrend was yet to be discovered. Spirit,
1: why did you bring me here? Look over there, Viennezer. Gaze upon your past. A short distance from them, a band of raucous youngsters Surround and taunt a small and sparsely armored Torrin child. They throw snowballs at him and use slash spit and slash slap as they follow him about. The poor young Torrin boy trudges along, his head hung low and his eyes filled with tears. It is little Viennezer.
0: Noob! Where'd you get
1: those pants, loser?
2: Why don't you do me?
1: Come on, do me! Tell me! Never
0: mind the duel, I want to hear him say it. Come on, noob, say it! Yeah, come on, say, uh, it. say, uh, it. say
2: uh,
0: it! Say it! Say it! Say it! Say it! Moo! a
1: loser! The cruel <laughs> youngsters throw a few last snowballs at the boy, push him down, and run oh off, God. leaving him alone in the snow. You suck
5: so bad!
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, noob! Was I ever that small? Was I ever that poor? I wish. Ah, it's too late now. What is the matter? Nothing, nothing. Ah, there was this poor old Tarin boy singing a Wintervale carol as I made my way home last night. Ah, I should like to have given him something, that's all.
1: The ghost smiles thoughtfully and waves his hand. Let us see another winter veil. The scene before them drops away like grains of sand slowly sliding down a sheet of glass. The view is replaced with a large group of tauren, orcs, and trolls dancing at Thunderbluff. They are all dressed in odd and festive wintervale hats, throwing snowballs and laughing with joy instead of scorn. They duel each other in the spirit of play, not of mockery. On the edge of the celebration, the ghostly Viennezer. Wanders in his nightrobe and sleeping cap, tapping his feet to the music and forming the beginnings of an actual smile. At last, he sees himself at level 20, chuckling and talking with a friend. Does this
4: gathering evoke any long dead memories of It's
2: my very first kill! Not squeezers! Hey, and there's young Brigbash, the orc I used to level with! Shh!
6: Let us listen. I thought I'd crap myself when we ran past the Stormwind guards in our underwear.
2: <laughs> oh, what can they do? There are like 60 of us. They couldn't kill all of us. That squeezers rule.
6: <laughs> Did I show you this new sword? Look. <laughs> Kick ass level 20 epic. Killer maniac just handed it to me like it was nothing and said, Happy
2: Wintervale!" of ale! Can you believe it? Of course I can believe it! He's the best guild leader there ever was! Okay, when we were running Wayland Caverns this morning and I screwed up and aggroed a pat. We nearly all wiped. I thought he was gonna G kick me. But he just laughed. And afterward he
6: gave
1: me this.
6: Whoa, epic shield! Holy crap! Look at the stats, that rocks, man! Hey, come on! He's starting the strong drink and insult contest. <laughs>
2: God, yeah, I love that shield. It's the best gift I ever received. Yeah, I held on to it for like five levels. Killer Maniac sounds like quite a fine fellow. Oh, the finest? Wait a minute. Something in that last sentence didn't sound quite right. Well, I moved on to other guilds and fought alliance with other friends, but, you know, the Night Squeezers? They were the only group that really felt like home. He did that. He made people feel as if they mattered. And he paid for this whole party, all the gifts it gave out, and everybody's repair bills out of his own pocket. A small matter to make these silly folks feel so full of gratitude.
4: Killer Maniac spent but a small sum of your mortal gold. By today's standards, that shield he gave you is vendor trash. Is that so much that he deserves this praise?
2: It isn't that, it isn't that spirit. He had the power to render us happy or unhappy, to make our raids fun or miserable. Cool or crappy, his power was in words and looks, in things so slight and insignificant that it's impossible to add up. But the happiness he gave everybody was quite as great as if it cost well, a fortune. What's the matter? Huh? Nothing. Nothing. I'll talk to him later. Talk to who later? Dead Crochet, alright? My clerk. Hell's bells, you know that. God, you know all this crap. It's working, okay? You're shoving my past in my face and showing me I'm a walking bovine bellyache and a cheap bastard. Fine, fine, it's working. Can I go back to bed now? Ah, but
4: there's more yet to be recalled.
2: Of course there is. Sure, bring it on. Flip me over and grill the other side, why not? God, I could have been warm and snoozing the whole night but no. i got mystery winds in the house It's dead bunny cheese.
1: A wave of the kindly old spirit's hand once more, and the scene is replaced by a dismal row of Kodo standing in the rain, waiting to be sold. Vienneseer Moo, of the past, now at level forty, inspects the creatures, pondering his imminent purchase. There is a young, Torin female standing near him. The vaporous presence of old Vienneseer sees her, and his expression melts into one of shock and sadness Frigia. oh yes
4: Fregilect she, she was very, very beautiful. beautiful I understand you two were quite the item around this time
2: Adam, what item? we hung around together that's all maybe it was a romance maybe it wasn't what does it matter now she was always such a pain in the butt little merry sunshine type always friendly happy generous it got old fast Besides, size. I could I never, never even type, type her name. name. She, had she had one of those stupid umlauts over the A.
0: Moo, you've been staring at these Kodo for half an hour. Oh. You gonna buy one, or what?
2: Oh, would you lay off? I mean, come on. It took forever to get to 40. It took forever to grind for the gold. I think I can take a few minutes to pick out the one I want. This one over here looks nice. Oh. I like its face. Yeah? Well, you like my face once upon a time, and look where that led to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm going with this brute over here.
0: I still like your face, Vianesa.
2: Yep, this one, definitely. Here we go. Gone a bite. Right now.
0: What's wrong?
2: Oh, don't you see? If I drop the cash for this stupid man, I'll be broke. Skint, tapped, penniless. Lagfest, this is gonna suck. Well, may not suck as much as running everywhere. Stop with the trade windows, Freja. I told you I'm not taking any of your gold. You're always giving money away. You're way too soft-hearted, you know that?
0: Oh, would you forget the damn gold. It's pixels. It doesn't matter a crap if I give you fifty freaking coins. The gold doesn't matter. You do.
2: You know, that's the trouble you've been having with my guild from the start. The gold doesn't matter. It does matter. You can't get the spells without it. You can't pay the repair bills without it. You can't get the gear without it. Enough!
0: Forget it, Moo. Just drop your BS and buy the freaking mount. And while you're at it, take this tabard and stick it. I've had enough of your gold obsession, and so have a lot of the members of your precious guild. I'm tired of being measured for how much I hand the treasurer instead of how I play or who I am. Freja... No, forget it. I'm out. I made you an officer. You made me an officer when I meant more to you than the auction house. When your greedy little mind could think about other things besides loot. You made me an officer when we could still be having fun without quest rewards. When I thought you... When I thought you...
2: Nope. Nope. Heard enough. Fine. Fine. You want to go off and find some other guild? You want to go join some flower-picking tea party guild? Go for it. You'll be stuck in crap gear forever, going nowhere, and the bosses are going to eat you for lunch.
0: You just don't get it, do you, Mo? You just don't have a clue.
1: The shade of old Viennese rushes up to his younger self, flailing his arms and screaming into his own face from long past.
2: Don't don't lose her, you idiot! idiot. Don't Don't be be stupid! stupid. Apologize Apologize to her her. right now, you moron! Apologize! apologize. Oh no, I get it alright. And I got a clue. I've been standing here too long. There. I bought the damn mountain. Now I can ride away instead of running. Keep the tavern. Bye.
0: I would've stayed by your side whether you had a guild or gold. Or nothing. You made me an officer when you had nothing else you wanted to share with me. Good luck, Bioniza.
2: Get me out of here.
4: The shades of things past are not always pleasant.
2: Gee, you think? Come on, get me out of here. Make with the arm wave, you see-through scumbag. I'm not looking anymore. Why'd you show me that that anyway? There was was no reason reason for me to see that! that. I lived lived it, it for pity's sake! sake. You think I forgot every damn thing?
4: Why Why so so upset, Vienneser? I
2: thought
4: thought you two just hung hung out together.
2: together. You know, you're just begging for a punch in the face. Nothing makes my butt itch more than gauzy little gas bag ghosts. I never liked any of you. Ah, where's a pally when I need one? Ah, forget it. Have a face full of fish, you ass-pop.
1: Vienneser puts all of his elderly might behind a jab at the face of the spirit and feels the painful and solid resistance of his bedroom door.
2: Ow! God! Son of a... Lagfest! It's not supposed to hurt when it's a dream, is it? It's not supposed to hurt when it's a nightmare like this one. All right. Prayer time. Down on the cow knees. Oh, and that ain't easy at my age. Oh, you gnarly Wintervale powers that be, please bring back the ghost of Annie Ed so she can bash my head in with dead bunnies from now till next month. I'll take that over anything you got lined up for me next. You can all leave me alone now, way past my bedtime. I swear, if I see another ghost, I'm going to open a GM ticket. See if I don't.
1: A golden glow of light becomes visible from under the door of the sitting room outside Vienneser's bedroom. It grows steadily, and soon it is joined by
2: the sound of deep, (laughs) booming laughter. Now what? I got a break-in? Bust it into my tent. Mansion. Oh, yeah, right. Mansion. Whoever you are, you got ten seconds to clear out. I got a two-handed epic sword and a bad attitude. I'm about ready to kick some ass right now, and it might as well be yours. So clear out!
6: (laughs) Vianezer! Vianezer move! Come in!
1: Come in! Upon opening the door, Vianezer squints into the other room through a brilliant wave of warm light, and as his eyes grow used to the brightness, he sees a vast and glittering feast. Cakes, roasts, platters of hot delicacies, fruits, freshly baked bread, chalices of fine drink, all that one could wish for in magnificent fresh abundance. As he peers in wonder through the doorway, he can just make out, in the middle of it all, a massive red-faced tauren. Cloaked in warm furs and bright ribbons, the laughing giant beams a radiant smile of goodwill at Viennezer.
6: <laughs> Come in! Come in and know me better, man! <laughs> Torin. Torrin! Right, sorry, false of I am the ghost of Wintervale present. Look upon me! Have you never seen the like of me before?
2: Well, yeah once <laughs> <laughs> what, do
6: what do you mean when
2: was, when was this? this a couple of years back there was this pie contest over in spirit rise and there was this one guy who all had right guys,
6: was- all right forget it i don't, I don't want, want to hear your, your life story. story i already, I already know, know it, it. My, my job is to show you Wintervale presents veil most veil of it veil you already, veil already veil know. know people, people everywhere, everywhere are playing games playing, eating singing exchanging, exchanging gifts and going on raids like your nephew and his crowd. The people in Azeroth know how to have a good time during Winter Vale. But your idea of a good time is to crawl into a hole, eat your crappy porridge, and worry about how much gold you don't get to squeeze out of your debtors. You stay locked up at home all day and count your coppers, looking like a torn toothache, when you sit in the dark all night because you're too damn cheap to light a freaking match. <laughs> Well, I don't have time to show you all those fun, warm, happy things you hate, but I am going to show you something.
2: So let's get rolling. Oh, for the lava, didn't I just say I don't want. Hey! Ah! The ghost of
1: Wintervale present bursts forward in a terrible flash of speed and hooks the back of Vieneza's night robe in one of his sparkling horns. He continues the charge with swift and powerful hoofbeats as they disappear into a black vortex of stars.
6: I like exist. <laughs> so you've got a bad attitude, eh, Vieneza? Well, let's just see if we can't dig that out of you with a spoon. <laughs> Why a spoon? Because it's everybody's favorite joke from a bad movie. Never mind. Have a look at this.
1: Suddenly, they arrive in a dismal field of cold gray dirt and brown weeds. With a twist of his head, the massive spirit flings the dangling Viennezer onto the frozen ground. He lands with a thud next to a large dark hole.
2: Excellent. excellent thank you spirit you know it's not every night i have the tree to be torn out of my warm house flown through the freezing wind and then slammed hard onto the dirt in some strange cold place Much a oh and look a hole in the ground i'll be crawling into it now good night happy winter veil
6: <laughs> why you do have a sense of humor don't you Moo? good good but don't be crawling into that hole it's already occupied
1: Vienneser looks to the hole in the ground and sees the face of an undead woman pop up. She seems worried and apprehensive.
2: Don't, Don't. Sorry, sorry, lady. I uh, uh, didn't, didn't mean, mean to make, make noise. noise. Yeah. Didn't, have didn't have a lot, a lot, of, lot choice. of choice. You, you see, I...
0: did, Crotchet! My word, I swear I was ready to come fetch you home to dinner myself. My, how late you are!
1: Behind Viennezer, and some short distance away, his clerk... Dead Crotchet approaches with a little baby ghoul.
0: Hello, Mummy, Munchbagger Battletongue. Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, you did, my precious little rotting creature. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: Now you hurry down below and join your brothers and sisters. Dinner is almost ready. Shamble down now, there's a good ghoul. Mummy and Daddy will be down shortly. Dinner time! Dinner time for Munchbagger. <laughs> What in Azeroth is the matter, dear? You look so healthy. Perhaps you should have some hot poison and stand in the burning coals for a while.
4: Oh, it's nothing to worry
1: about, my dear. I'm all right. What worries me is this.
4: Look, look on the ground.
0: Oh, no.
1: The undead man and wife gaze at a glittering lump of melted glass laying in the dirt at their feet. It sparkles and shimmers in the waning light, right where Tiny Munchbug had let it drop from his claws.
0: And he just left it there. I don't
4: understand it, dear. Not long ago he would have burrowed through a mammoth to get a shiny thing like that. And today...
0: How did he behave in the battleground? Was he shrieking and pummeling? Did he savage the enemy and smash things?
4: No. He just sat down and pulled at the weeds. Didn't even bite the horses.
1: Another face appears from the hole in the ground. This one is an undead child, nervous and upset.
3: Mum, Dad, his tiny munchbug, come quick. I just gave him his Winter veil present and... Yes, yes, what's wrong, Peter? You just have to come see. Something's wrong.
1: The family descend into the damp darkness of the hole. The giant, tauren spirit of Winter present touches Vienneser's shoulder, and the two of them melt into the dirt below their feet they descend into the hovel of the crotchets there they see the rest of the undead children surrounding tiny munchbug who sits in his regular spot by the hot coals they look to their small sibling eager encouraging and hopeful as mr and mrs crotchet come in
5: Mummy, daddy <laughs> munchbug get present
0: shiny the sandy present why so you did my little fistering scab A- big beautiful white dinner plate and a rock to go with it how wonderful for you now what do we do with such a fine gift
4: go on son show your mom what a good terror you are and there's a lad
0: oh, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's there now, that's mommy's little munchbug oh. now let's go in and have a wintervale dinner is there ice, mum? Big dirty bits of rotten potatoes.
4: Rotten potatoes for all of us, Peter, and I wouldn't be surprised if we had a lovely burnt frog pudding, Thrall Buffus.
0: Burnt frog Frettles, frozzles, frozzles, frottles, frottles Frost Thrall Buffas, throttle run. Yes, my little festering scab Thrall Buffus everyone.
2: What's wrong with the baby ghoul? He doesn't know how to break a china plate.
6: Of course he knows. He just doesn't want to do much lately.
2: He shouldn't seem to enjoy it at all. Why don't they just try again? You know, give him another one.
6: (laughs) Oh Moo, you're such an entertaining old idiot. I'm sure they'd love to have an endless supply of crockery to hand the child. Just as they'd love to live in a mausoleum like the rich undead instead of this dugout pit. You think a family man like Dead Project can afford that? Especially when he's working for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, fine. No problem. That I can cover. What's wrong with the kid? It's making them all miserable. Once upon
6: a time, this hole was filled with delighted shrieks of laughter. As the little ghoul tore through it, batting around a human warrior's head, or smashing bottles by the hundreds that he'd conjured with a stolen wand. He was the source of gleeful chaos that made them glad to be a family. I never knew what to expect. Now, Tiny Munchbug is losing the will to exist. Even at his tender age, he is losing all sense of wonder and fun. He takes no delight in mischief or destruction. He's becoming less real. Well, why don't they have the kid looked at, for
2: pity's sake? I think mean, somebody must know what to do about
6: it. They've taken him to the only witch doctor they could afford. Some amateur in the next town over. No doubt there are better uh, witch doctors, doctors out there, and, and clever, clever warlocks, warlocks too. But not, not for the likes nice of Dead, dead Crochet. Not, not for not what he earns. Too rich, rich for his blood, blood if you take, my, take my meaning, if you, if you catch my drift, if you perceive the subtle, subtle hints I'm throwing, throwing your way, way. The, the teeniest clues so easy, easy to, miss to miss in the normal course of course conversation. conversation. You cheap bastard of a boss who doesn't pay his clerk what he's worth.
2: I think I've puzzled out the mystery, oh great spirit of volume. I can fix that easy. Consider it done, okay? The question is, can anyone fix the kid, as you're just gonna disappear?
6: Let me gaze into the near future with what small powers are given me. I see. An empty place by the coal pit, and a lovingly preserved glittering lump of glass, unbroken and with no drool upon it, and a dismal hall with sad undead faces sitting in dejected silence. All of them thinking, what an ass pipe is Viennese moo?
2: So, you're telling me Tiny Munchbug is gonna be gone no matter what I do? Even if I get some serious gold in a dead crotch's hands tomorrow, he's gonna lose his son anyway.
6: <laughs> Not necessarily. I only saw one possible future besides. What do you care? If the little kid is gone, it will decrease the server population. Yes, I seem to remember you saying those very words at the beginning of the script, but please don't take offense at my flinging them back in your face. I'm just showing you the shadows of things that are. I certainly, certainly don't, don't mean to judge, judge. you, you insensitive, insensitive, unthinking, cold-hearted, cold-hearted grotesquely, self-centered piece
2: of cow, cow pie! Ow! Thanks, Thanks for being, being objective. objective. Think you'd, you'd be a little be less, less violent, too? too.
0: We have come to the intermission of our show and invite you to get up, walk around, mingle with the other players, grab a sandwich, get a drink, visit the laboratory and in the meantime we shall play for you this festive holiday ditty We hope you enjoyed Sleigh Ride. Please return to your seats. The show is about to resume. You, you, you there, you. Yes, you, please. Return to your, stop talking. Turn that cell phone off. I heard it all through the first act. Thank you. And now we return you to A Winter vale Tale. I'm just showing
6: showing you you the the shadows shadows of things things that that are. are. I certainly don't mean to judge, you insensitive, unthinking, cold-hearted, grotesquely, self-centered
2: piece of cow pie! Ow! Thanks for being objective. Think you'd be a little less violent, too?
1: The and his ghostly guide slip from a solid rock wall into the furnace interior of Molten Core itself. They move in for close observation of a party of Horde below them. It is Nephew Heifer, his wife, and three of their friends. They are in full raiding mode and standing on a path cut through the boulders and surrounded by lava.
3: Then he said Winter Vale is a log fest. Who said? My Uncle Fionnizor, and he meant it too.
6: (laughs) He got it wrong. Dalaran is a log fest. Winter Vale is a blast. (laughs) Be right back.
0: It certainly is. But old Moo isn't going to change his mind about it. And my hubby keeps trying year after year. Why do you bother, dear? I'll never know. No harm,
3: the little invite to group. All he has to do is decline.
0: Which he did. Which he always does. The old (laughs) crab-ass.
3: Who's a crab-ass? My Uncle Viennese. But I don't care. I've never been able to get mad at him. He's his own worst enemy, and he's the one who suffers for it. Are we going to kick Magmadar's ass or what?
0: Keep your pants on leather. Grogbots went BRB. So yeah, old Moo suffers for it. But I have to say, I think I could endure that kind of suffering if I had his pile of gold. Not that he's likely to make us any richer, that's for sure.
3: Well, what of it? Why should we want any of his gold, so we could turn into him? He never uses it for anything, not even to have a good time. Nothing! He just rots away in the auction house and counting tent year after year. I can't remember the last time I saw him smile at anything. I feel sorry for him. Feel sorry for who? Uncle, uncle Vietjeeser!
4: Oh, so who is he? Like, um, is he your uncle?
6: Bach. No offense, dear Heifer, but your Uncle Moo is a pathetic nutcase.
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah, nice to know I'm well thought of and respected. Now, Buster, a pathetic nutcase is a joke like you going after anything in that crap gear you got on.
6: He can't hear you. I thought you figured that part out already.
2: Okay, but look
6: at this loser.
2: He's in all greens. How the hell did he get to 80 They're all wearing total crap, not even a blue weapon.
4: Meat old man move must be a nutcase, but I tell you, even he can tank better than you, heifer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, big man? Yeah, pansy ass. Think I can't tank? I know you can't tank. Oh,
3: you want to see some serious damage?
4: Yeah, show me some hot shot.
3: I think I will, Wuss. Well,
4: then go ahead, cookie horns. All right, let's do this thing. Viennese, a Moo!
0: Topper, not again! Not in your underwear!
4: Topper, important strategy, Chip. Magmadar is not hurt by snowballs! Oh cool, he hit him
3: twice! (gasps) And he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We must avenge him and go into battle as he would have done. Strip down everybody, snowballs, ready? Charge!
2: Are you kidding me? They do that for fun? what about when they're serious? These kids know the first thing about raiding?
6: Actually, they do pretty well when they're not screwing around. But they could do a little better if they had some sage advice, better gear, the voice of experience, etc. But I know that's not your style,
2: so we'll just be going now. Ah, hang on a sec, hang on. I wanna see what they do when they're for real. Do they know how to take down a pissant little boss or what? And can my nephew swing a sword? Can his wife heal? Can any of these clowns get through a real instance?
6: <laughs> Why are you asking me for dipstick? Every time Heffer invites you to run with them, you're the one who tells him to get lost.
2: Look, it's just simple curiosity, okay? Just let me check out his talent tree, see if he spec'd right.
1: The ghost of Wintervale present. Yanks Vienneser out of the Fiery Cavern by his collar and speeds out into the wintry night.
6: Sorry, this is Wintervale present and presently you're not out with them. You've had ample opportunity to play along and have a few laughs assuming you still know how to laugh. Instead you're just some nasty old punchline for people that might have been good friends. (laughs) Sucks to be you.
1: They speed through the trees, the clouds, and the dark night of stars until they land on the snow-covered paths of Orgrimmar.
6: Once a year, Viannisa, once a year, Wintervale comes along appealing to a jerk like you to stop being such a crab and to look at other beings. Well, my time with you is nearly finished, but before I go, I want to show you two of those beings.
1: The spirit lifts aside a portion of his fur cloak to reveal two shivering and emaciated children clinging to him at his legs, a boy and a girl, thin, ragged, wide-eyed, and staring in terror at the world beyond the spirit's close warmth.
6: These These are are but two of the millions who come come to me for hope hope and refuge. They are are the bottom bottom of the bell bell curve. The losing numbers numbers on that table of statistics you smug bastards are so fond of calculating. Remember Remember them well. well. The girl is a forum troll. The boy a gold seller. Above all, beware the boy. For if the darkness that has taken root in your soul grows, his like will devour all and lay waste to Azeroth. If you have a torn heart, or any heart at all, forbear the wicked crap you spew about server population. Think hard about who the true excess people are. It may be that in the sight of all that is good, you are more worthless and less fit to exist than the millions like Dead Crotchet's son, or these two unfortunate at my rules.
2: Have they no refuge or resource?
6: Is there no grinding? Are there no mailboxes? Is there no grinding? Are there no mailboxes? Is there no grinding? Are there no mailboxes? Is there no grinding? Are there no mailboxes?
1: Cheneezer finds himself standing alone in Orgrimmar at 3am. The paths and buildings around him are devoid of life, sound, or even breeze, as if he stood between the passage of one second into the next. In the distance, he perceives a black shape slowly, gravely, silently approaching. It is shrouded in a deep black garment, which conceals its head. Its face, its form, and leaves nothing of it visible save one outstretched hand. It is tall and stately, and its mysterious presence fills Viennese Moo with a solemn dread. The Phantom neither speaks
2: nor moves. Am I in the presence of the ghost of Wintervale yet to come? The Phantom answers not, but points onward with its hand. You were about to show me shadows of things that... Haven't happened, but will happen in the time before us. Is that so, Spirit? The phantom stiffens with impatience and violently points with its hand again. Ghost of the future, I fear you more than any spectre I've seen. But will the shades of time to come... terrify me? Or give me hope? Where must I go to find it out?
1: The black shrouded phantom stomps its feet, sweeps out its other hand and grabs the head, twisting it in the
2: direction of its pointing. Oh, cryptic spirit of impending doom! Will you not speak to me? What lessons may I take to my soul and profit from? What path shall I follow with you for the redemption of? Oh, you You
3: big big pain in the ass! ass. Look, look where where I'm I'm pointing. pointing. You see the arm. Hmm? You see the hand. You see the index finger. It's It's pointing. pointing. It's It's pointing. pointing. That indicates. Look. that, That indicates direction. Good grief, a trained hamster could figure it out.
2: My apologies to you, oh silent figure of dread.
3: Yeah, right. Silent. (laughs) And look what you made me do. I'm not supposed to talk. I'm not supposed to say anything. You get it? Silent and grave, quiet and ominous, soundless and mysterious. So here you are with the Christians, Christians, Christians. Where do we go? What do I do? Am I gonna be scared? What's
2: your name? Where do you live? Do you want a frappuccino?
3: I like I don't have better things to do on Winter Veil than deal with a bovine moron.
2: Look, I said I was sorry. <laughs> and
3: now you made me break character. Fantastic The atmosphere. This dark mystery, mystery. shut. Gone. gone it's gone. gone. Thank you.
2: Alright then, stop wasting my time bitching about it. If you're going to lead me around and show me some stuff, then get on with it. You're the third spirit, whether you're mysterious or not, and an mp3 file can only hold so much, so let's get a move on.
3: Good. Fine. Let's go. Glad I didn't take any contracts for this gig. The figure
1: of utter night and mystery stomps off angrily in the direction of Orgrimar's auction house. As they travel the short distance, figures sounds and movement from the busy city focus into existence and become more real with each ghostly step they take finally the phantom enters the auction house sits down leans back in disdain and jerks its thumb at one of the corners
3: check it out the two stinking rich guys over there
2: i know those gentlemen business associates
3: no i
6: don't know much about it either way i only know he's dead when did he die Last night, I believe. What was the matter with him? I thought he'd never die.
5: Uh,
6: who knows? Well what has he done with his gold?
5: have heard. Left it to his
6: company, perhaps. He hadn't left it to me, that's all I know. It's likely to be a
5: very cheap funeral, for upon my life I don't know of anybody that would go to it.
6: God damn. What? Lost a bit on the Arctic fur. Damn it.
2: Okay, so they're talking about some guy that passed away. This is important? Wow. wow. You don't miss a thing, do you? Notice anything else? Well, I can't help but notice that this is my custom corner. This is my usual time of day for being here, but I see no likeness of myself.
3: A plus for you, you Sherlock. Time to move on, but I'm not walking anymore. Let's do this the easy way.
1: The Phantom raises a bony hand and snaps its fingers. In an instant, the two are standing outside Viennese's counting tent in Thunderbluff. Desks, stools, ledgers, and all other furnishings are being carried out of it by goblins, who are loading it all onto a rickety cart.
2: Okay, okay. This could be good. This could be a good thing. Yeah, I I never liked this location anyway. Uh, maybe I'm... maybe I relocate in the future, right? Eh? Eh? Huh? Or maybe maybe I changed my ways <laughs> And then this is all part of my new plan for easier move less with the business more with the helping people and stuff right
3: Maybe again with the questions you and your bloody questions get it straight Moon miser this ain't show and tell it's just a show so shut up and watch.
1: Another snap of the fingers, and the pair find themselves in the future hovel of dead Crotchet and his wife. The atmosphere is of utter stillness and depression. A carefully preserved lump of glass sits by a chilly wet pile of coals. None of the children are present.
4: I never would have expected it to happen so quickly, dear.
0: We all have to go sometime i can't say i'm the least bit disappointed if ever any soul had overstayed his welcome on this plain that grisly old ratbag was due to croak and good riddance, too.
4: But but the crowds, dear, the crowds of his neighbors, pulling apart his doors and windows and streaming out of his house with all he ever owned. I saw children and grandmothers alike, laughing, singing, and skipping away, down the path all carrying his axes, pouches, gems, herbs, potions, and when his nephew went to claim the body for some small funeral service, it wasn't there.
0: His body taken? Who would want that shriveled up old useless caucus? Uh,
4: I'm sure I don't know. We might have. It might have been a wonderful new toy for. Uh, a, a new toy for. Oh, uh,
5: munchbug. Why do t- I more tiny Munchbog? Oh,
2: crap. The baby ghoul kicked off. Crap. You're not telling me I couldn't do something to stop that, are you? You're not telling me this is the future for this poor slob and I couldn't do squat to change it, are you? I'm not telling you a thing. You know the drill. Future, shadows, shades. I point,
3: you do the math.
2: Well, what what is the point then? Why bother with this? There must be some reason to show me this stuff, because it would be pointless if I couldn't change it, right?
3: Just don't give up with the questions, do you? Everything's gotta be spelled out for you on flashcards. Tattooed on your face! You are so freaking dick! Do you know it?
2: And what's the deal with this rich old geezer that died? I mean, why'd everybody steal all this stuff? How come they all hated him so much?
3: look. I know you can't see my face because of the hooded shroud and all, but I am so staring at you in disbelief right now. What? You,
2: you, you can't
3: be that you stupid. stupid.
2: You can't. can't! Well, all right, Mr. High and Mighty Know-It-All. You want to bust my chops? Go ahead, but do your job. If I don't get it, then show me more. Dear Lord, you spirits make my butt itch. Who was the poor old bastard and what happened to his body?
3: Fine! Fine, you rock-headed torrent Answers. You want answers? Here they come.
1: The shrouded figure claps his hands together with a deafening crack, and they suddenly appear in a dimly lit cavern. It is musty, dark, and piled about with disordered heaps of scabbards, quivers, gloves, and bags of all kinds. Nearby... An elderly orc sits in the company of three others standing by her. They each hold a small parcel.
2: What's this? Where in the future is this? I don't recognize this place at all. Not that it would
3: do you much good, but we're observing the classroom of a school.
2: It's a place where students are supposed to learn things. And what is it students are supposed to learn here?
0: Leather working. Let's not waste any time. You've each had a graduation assignment. Let's see your final projects.
5: Here you are, Professor Dilber. Look at mine first. A vinegar bag.
0: Hmm. Well cut. Well stitched.
5: What's so special about it? Any fruit or vegetable you put inside it turns into vinegar. Ten times more sour than any in all of Azeroth.
0: <laughs> well done well done good mystic use of the sauce leather just the kind of thing to expect from that old Torin fart you graduate with a b plus next you what have you got
3: coin purse professor
0: let's see it Hmm, stitching okay cutting a bit sloppy but What's special about it?
3: Can't get the coins out.
0: What? Speak up!
3: I can't get the coins out, Professor. Any gold put into it is wicked hard to take out again. Good for the savings, though, I guess. Isn't it?
0: Aye, good for the savings. And perfectly logical considering what it's made of. But look here, lad. No one will buy an item like this. Folks will want to get at their money, not lock it in a stingy leather. <sighs> you graduate too, but only with a C. Next, you. Finally, what have you got?
4: A whip, Your Honor. A long, vicious cattle nine tails with a painful sting and a nasty, loud crack.
0: Ooh, that is nice. Well braided and nice tanning. What's Special about it?
4: Poetic justice, madam. It's poetic justice. It's boiling over with it. The cruddy old creep made everyone miserable when he was alive, and now he can go on doing it after he's dead.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Well done. Well done indeed. Full marks. You graduate with an A (laughs) plus. Who'd have thought it? Three whole graduating projects. Out of one disgusting old cowhide. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the phantom leans in close to the and whispers into his ear.
3: Are you keeping up with the class? Are you ready for the quiz?
2: Have you worked out too best to... They stole the old guy's body to skin it and turn his head into class projects? You have, have got, got to be, to be kidding, kidding me. me. You have, have got, got to be, to be kidding, kidding me. Western
3: one, correct. Now, sharpen up your number two pencils for the next one. Whose hide is, is it, it? Bionezer?
2: Oh, dear lord, not mine. Not my hide, you, hide you bastards. bastards. Nobody deserves that, nobody, not even me.
1: The Phantom of Wintervale future dissolves into darkness as Viennese lunges at the orcs,
2: trying to take away their gruesome works. Give me that bag! Get that coin pouch, you sick little creeps! Help me! Spirit! Spirit, where'd you go? Somebody help me get this whip! God, I don't want to be skinned! I don't want to be skinned! Give me that whip! Let go of it! God, you can't do this to me! You can't do this to me!
1: Vienniser Moo actually manages to grab hold of the whip. He tightens his grip and holds on, struggling desperately and shouting at the grim crafter. He begins to feel a severe pain in his backside, but he doesn't let go. Finally, he realizes that the pain is coming from his tail, which he is gripping and tugging at with all of his might as he wakes up on the floor of his bedroom in the cold morning light.
2: (laughs) (sighs) My tail... This is my tail. My tail? <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here. I wasn't scanned. My eye's right where it should be. I better check my pulse. Yeah, yeah, still there too. Weird though. God, I got this odd feeling in my chest. I feel. I feel. good. Holy crap, I feel good. <laughs> Uh, wait a minute, what day is it?
1: He rushes to the window and flings it open, brushing fresh snow from the ledge, and gazes in excitement at the path below. He spots a young blood elf passing by. He rushes to his bed, pulls a large pouch of gold coins from under the mattress, and returns quickly to the window. Ho there, young sprightly
2: blood elf laddie old chum!
5: Oi! sort off, you tight old bastard!
2: <laughs> what a fine youth, wonderful boy, a delightful fella. Look here, lad, what day is it?
5: What day is it? It's the first day of winter Vale, you skinflint banker creep.
2: Ha ha ha, remarkable boy of miraculous elf. First day of winter veil, I didn't miss it. Rock on, speedy spirits of redemption. Ha <laughs> ha, skinflint, eh? Well, I got a quest for you. Go and kill a hundred frogs. Burn them in a fire, scoop up the whole mess into a bag and bring it back here for the next part. It's a chain quest.
5: Yeah, right. Later, dude.
2: Pay his 2,000 gold.
5: Show me the money. Whoa!
2: There's 300 for you. Come back with the burnt frogs and I'll give you 1,700 more. Come back in an hour and I'll give you a 500 gold bonus.
1: The face of the blood elf lad lights up and he dashes off in a blur. Vienneseer shuts the window and rushes over to a small writing table, grabbing a quill and some parchment.
2: Ah, I'll send that kid off to the crotches. Ha! Little frogs. He'll never know who sent it. <laughs> can't write the address. Ha! Can't hold the quill steady. Ha! <laughs> ah, too much fun. waiting. and screw this. It's armor time. I gotta get out of this house and have some fun.
1: The proceeding hour in Vienneseer's mansion sees a flurry of activity. He gathers up many gold pouches finds and suits up in his best armor, puts on all of his epic weaponry, and sends the blood elf boy off to the crotchets. He explodes from the house, rushing along to complete many errands, all the while wishing everyone he meets a hearty and sincere.
2: Happy Wintervale.
1: Much of the day has passed, and Viennese Moo has been very busy, but now we shift our view to the path outside of nephew Heifer's house, where his group is gathering for their instance run.
0: Are you sure
3: Topper knew we were supposed to meet here? Oh, he knows. I told everybody. Two-thirty 30 service time.
6: Yeah, well, I wouldn't worry. He's dippy sometimes, but I
2: always see him. What in the. Happy Wintervale! Uncle? Moo? Got it on the first try. Ain't you the bride nephew? Honestly, what's your gorgeous goddess of a wife sees in you? I'll never know, but hey, what the hell? How is everybody? Uncle, you don't ride a mechanical hog. Of course I do. It's the only way to travel. Tears up the roads and you feel like a badass. Matter of fact, you should try one. They're great. Wait a minute. What's this I've got in my knapsack? Oh. <laughs> That's a bunch of McCannahog keys, so let's see, here's one for my only and therefore favorite nephew, here's one for Leothor, here's one for Grogbutt, oh here comes Topper, he gets one too, and you can give this one to your wife when she comes out of that faint. Eh, you you better elevate her feet a little and put a blanket on her.
0: I'm all right, I'm all right, Uncle Vianniza, these are marvelous. How can we thank
3: you?
2: Well, first off, you can do me a big Wintervale favor and put off your raid for a little while. Uh, uh, But, okay, but, but what? It'll give us all time to go shopping. Gotta get you people equipped. Every one of you, top to bottom and head to toe. You can't be running molten corn and that stuff you got on. And it's epics for the lot of you. So rev up those wheels and meet me at the auction house. Afterwards, we'll kick some serious monster ass. You with me? Say yes. You gotta say yes. I have a reputation to rip to shreds. All right, let's do this thing. Viennese Moo! Oh, buff Buffus. What a
3: change!
6: No offense, dear heifer, but your uncle is still a nutcase. A very nice nutcase, though. How did he know our names?
0: We can ask him at the auction house. Hurt him, people. Let's roll!
2: <laughs> 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 That's like crazy!
5: Watch me hit that gnome!
1: It was a hectic first day of Wintervale, but Vienneser lived it and relished every moment of it. He feasted, and sang, and danced, and fought mobs as if his entire life had led up to that one day. At its close he bid a last happy Wintervale to his new friends, and went home and slept like a child. The next morning found him back at his counting tent, bright and early, earlier than dead Crotchet. He paced back and forth, waiting eagerly for the arrival of his clerk, occasionally peeking out along the path to see if he was coming. Around nine-twenty, Vienneser spotted the poor hurried undead man rushing nearer. He ran back to his desk before Crotchet reached the entrance and began scribbling into a ledger, putting on the meanest face he could muster. Quietly, stealthily, dead Crotchet slipped into the front office and darted over to his desk, grabbing hold of his quill and attempting to get caught up on his figures, riding faster
2: and faster,
1: as if he could overtake nine o'clock, when suddenly...
2: Dead crotchet! Step into this office, if you please. Now then, sir, just what do you mean by arriving for your duties at this time of day? My apologies to you, Mr. Moo. I am behind my time.
4: It will never be repeated, I assure you. I'm afraid I I was making rather merry yesterday, and...
2: Enough! No more excuses. I don't want to hear it. (sighs) Put up with this lax attitude of yours every single winter veil, and I won't suffer it any longer. Therefore, I find I have no choice but to raise your salary. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, my God, the look on your face. <laughs> I've never seen such a... ah oh, hell. Happy Wintervale, Dead Crotchet. A happier Wintervale than I've given you for many a year. Yes, it's long past time I paid you what you're worth, and I'd like to help you raise that family of yours, if you'll let me. Oh, that reminds me. Here's the keys to that mechanic hog outside. outside. Cheers. Maybe you can take Tiny Munchbug out and for a ride on it a few times. Get him riled up. I, 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 uh, 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 well, I. Well, we'll uh, talk about all that later over some hot punch. No more new business for this meeting. On to the old business. Go find some handy goblins that can put in a nice heating stove for us. In fact, make that too. This place is freezing. You just go and do that before you dot another eye, dead crotchet. <laughs> Yes, sir, Mister Boo. and and Happy Wintervale to you, sir. You bet your undead butt it is. Now hurry off and find those goblins. Show's almost over. Scoot. Any Ed, if you're anywhere near, listening, watching, waiting, thank you. Thanks for the wake-up call when the Wintervale spirit res. You're welcome. welcome. Happy, happy winter Wintervale. Dow. Vale. Okay that's going to leave a mark.
0: Oh, I hardly even tapped tapped your skull. skull.
2: You know you got some real anger management issues that I think you need to deal with as a ghost. You know
0: what I mean? Hey, you try manifesting in the mortal world when you've got a ton of dead bunnies wrapped around you.
2: Always about the bunnies, isn't it? Seven years after you're dead, and it's still about the freaking bunnies.
0: If you don't like hearing about it, why don't you donate your sorry ass carcass to a leatherworking?
1: And it came to pass that old Viennese Moon really kept. his word. In fact, he was better than his word. He did everything he said he would, and much more. It was said that if anyone knew the true spirit of Wintervale, he did. Tiny Munchbug did not disappear, and Vienneser Moo was like a second father to him. He became as good a friend, as good a teacher, and as good a Toran as
2: any citizen of Azeroth could hope to know. Hold on tight, Munchbug. Rough road ahead. Here, take this sack of dinner plates. You can chuck them at people as we go by.
5: Whee! <laughs> Thank you, Buffalo! Trade, Buffas, everyone! <laughs>
0: Winter vale Tale Script written by Adam Five adapted from a Christmas carol by Charles Dickens. Vienezer Moo performed by Big V. Ghost of Auntie Ed and other assorted roles performed by Auntie Ed. Spirit of Wintervale Past, Dead Crotchet, and other assorted roles performed by Grandmaster Z. Spirit of Wintervale Present. Munchbug, and other assorted roles performed by Thunderstep, Spirit of Wintervale Future, Nephew Hepper, and other assorted roles performed by Zog of XP, narrated by Adam5. Music selection, sound effects, editing, and all post-production work done by Auntie Ed. We hope you enjoyed our holiday show. And from all of us here at the staff of FTH Radio, we wish you a very happy and safe holiday season, and a very happy new year.
6: And how is the poor little babushka this morning?
3: I've been rotting in ground. I I am good as rotting flesh can be. And you worried about blue? Madam, I've been blue for half a century now. It's not exactly the prettiest thing to look at, but there it is. I know, pinch your cheek, it might come off in hand. Yes, it's probably for the best. So you I think. The entire
0: script in the bad Russian accents. This will yes. be wonderful. No, it it's.
3: won't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're not talking, please mute yourself so we don't have, well, like Zog right now, uh, <laughs> munching away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or the Christmas we're... ornament behind me that will play a song every hour on the hour. I'm not really huh. sure where it is. It's on the tree somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Why right, not just well, unplug the tree? Dude, the tree is unplugged. That... The ornament's possessed. I can't do anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> I put it in front of the portal to hell. There's nothing I can do. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Here you are, Professor Dilba. Look at mine first. A bigger... what you do, baby?
2: Well, a couple of years back, there was this pie.
5: Is that an ice cream truck? I think that was no,
2: that ornament. would be the ornament. <laughs> as long as we're stopped, can we take
1: it back to uh, from uh, 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 Tor and Right, sorry, force of habit. <laughs> after uh, after the song is over, after the possessed
2: Christmas tree. <laughs>
4: Oh, it's nothing to worry about, dear. I'm alright. What worries me is this. Look. Look at the ground. At the ground.
3: Look at the ground. (laughs) I can't do this! (laughs) Are you ready for the quiz? Have you worked out
2: two plus two? Be an easy (laughs) move. Sorry, I'm just grooving on the uh, possessed Christmas tree here. (laughs) 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 No,
6: that was uh, my ferocious watchdog letting me know the garage door is opening.
3: Okay.
5: <laughs> All right. Oni, shut up!
6: <laughs>
5: You're Ten pounds of nothing, not like you can do anything.
6: Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm...
5: Oni, for the love of thrall. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh, what a loser! <laughs> no. Noob! Noob! Uh, <laughs> <you probably>
3: for <laughs> <take> gold!
0: <laughs> you to, gold. <laughs> you to gold! You want to gold. <laughs> kick your butt! You suck so bad!
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> God, you guys suck! <laughs> <laughs> No wonder I'm a mean twisted old (laughs) cow bastard. Sons of bitches.